0: district where the Democratic nominee is guaranteed to win and the Supreme Court has said therefore we take the nomination process as the election the people on active military service defending our country overseas and at bases around the world in harm's way they don't get a chance to vote with a person. They don't they don't they don't have a choice and who is going to have the right to send them into war. This is a state sanctioned process. That's the only reason this Democratic Party can do it this way. That limits voting sites in a congressional district, stretching from Richmond to the North Carolina border, to seven jurisdictions. The other jurisdictions, you can't vote in that jurisdiction. You have to drive somewhere, take a bus. There's no mail-in voting. You must vote in person, which means active duty military overseas, seniors that are nursing homes, shut-ins, people with disabilities, people who don't have access to cars, who always vote by mail because they can't vote by person or in person, are totally disenfranchised. In a minority majority district, how many of the voters do you think are going to be minority? 70 to 80% in a normal situation. How many, how many Democrats do you think in places like Dinwiddie County, South Bay, places that had no voting plates were, were minorities? In some of these counties that's we know how the thing breaks down. Look at our plaintiffs list. You have these are working class black citizens who are being totally disenfranchised by a party that couldn't elect half its people if it didn't have black voters. This is the Republicans, too. The political, we've reached the point where the political power brokers don't really care about the averages. They didn't care. Who would have a process that doesn't have a voting place in every city or county? I ask your readers. Have they ever been required to cast a vote? in a a nomination process outside of their own county and city. Okay, so answer the question with regard to, obviously the the crux of the case is prohibiting people from voting, but as you know, there was a record number of people who showed up to vote. Well, nobody knows if there's a record number. This is the problem with today's leadership. They look at voting rights as top down. So what they're saying is, in effect, if we had a system, that's why they charge $5,000 filing fees when the average American doesn't have $5,000 in their bank, in their savings account. It's the difference between the way I think and how they think. Upside. I look at it as protecting the rights of the locked out and the left out. The poorest of us, the working class, those are the ones historically knocked out, so I see a process where these folks are incredibly disenfranchised. The constitution and the law has been clear, but they say well no so they would they would say if there were forty thousand people making a hundred thousand dollars and forty thousand people making forty thousand dollars in this in this. As long as the forty thousand dollars of the wealthiest people voted, it wouldn't matter if the forty thousand least least wealthy could. That's what they're saying. Think about how 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 that violates almost everything the Democratic Party stands for. There was a hundred and fifty nine thousand people who voted for Donald McKeach. So they're saying because twenty six thousand people showed up, that's okay? That every vote isn't equal? You don't judge the success of something by who took advantage of it. You judge it by who was denied. Their argument is the same thing Harry Bird made. Since a black person can't win, what does it matter whether they can vote or not? Mm-hmm. Think about it. it's the same argument. Mm, My people control the election process. My voters are going to win. So what does it matter if I, if I deny somebody else the vote? Their vote won't matter. This is what they're talking about. Everybody's entitled to have an equal opportunity to vote. Now I know why. <clears throat> I've tried to get equal opportunity in the state constitution. They say people won't vote for it. You can't say it because 15% of the people took advantage of something. But it's, it's okay that you denied... Thousands of people the right to vote because 15 percent of the, of, of the Keech's voters knew about it, voted the last time there was a primary. So what are they talking about? This is a member of Congress. The last time there was a primary in this district, 57,000 people voted. They don't mention that, do they? Normally, for one of the Democratic elections in the precincts, the biggest voting precincts will be places like where you have the most uh, minorities. I guarantee that didn't happen this time. And i not releasing that data. Again, the galore is clear. Dr. King and everybody's clear. It's quality of opportunity. Their argument would be this way. Maybe this is better understandable. Since everybody can go to a public school, everybody has equal opportunity. That's their argument, right? Same theory. We heard Miss McClellan say everybody could have voted. Yeah. Some people could travel 10 minutes. Some people had to travel an hour back and forth. Stand in line for an hour. Their argument is a throwback to non-equality. What's really fascinating is if you had the voting rights, the Democrats want Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act, right? They want that reinstated, correct? If it was, this process would be declared as diluting black voting rights and outlawed. It is a total violation. Section 5 would have banned this, could never have been allowed, because you're changing all the voting places. Any true voting rights advocate could not be for this once they realize read what it is read how we explained it. <clears throat> no one's suggesting that Ms. McClellan would not have won under any process I thought she'd win big under almost any process I think everybody should have the right to run that's why it's completely baffling all they have to do is write But you cannot condone a process where 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 working-class black people have to go and travel an hour to vote. How can that be the right to vote when other people can travel 10 minutes? That's why you have early voting. You you have to do it on one day. If you didn't vote on Tuesday, you're out. That's why we have early voting today. This is what Democrats believe in, right? Early voting, mail-in voting. They didn't have anything here. Now, their argument's going to be, to some degree, we were rushed into it, this and that. Number one, the law itself should be changed. And I've been saying that for years. They changed the law in 2011, made it worse. <laughs> it made it worse. If they hadn't changed the law, it would have been a better process. They might have had more time. They would never have had more time. But that's not an excuse, That's the same thing Harry Byrd and everybody said. Well, segregation was legal under Plessy v. Ferguson, so why are you you mad at me? (laughs) You got the obligation to try to do it right. There are things they could have done here to improve it. You could have had voting on more than one day. You could have had – there's a Democratic Party in every county and city, right? So how could you not at least have one voting location in every county and city? You could, have had a, you could have had early voting. It's not as great. But people could have had a little bit better time. Could you have had mail-in voting and other things? If you had thought the process through.